right? So have I been healthy my whole life? No, I have not been, right? This is a change that I made in my life when I was about 24 or 25 years old, right? I am, uh, I'll be 32 once this episode's out. Oh. So, so I'd say I'm going about seven, eight years strong in this, this lifestyle. Uh, what prompted this? I was in a very difficult moment, the most difficult of my life. And I think we talked about it a bit in uh, previous episodes. Uh, I was an alcoholic, really struggling with depression, major depression, anxiety, insomnia, paranoia um, for, you know, because of a lot of personal reasons. And I had stopped playing soccer all around. I had to stop doing everything that I love to do. And one day uh, I was actually watching uh, my national team, Mexican national team on TV, 2015 World Cup. And so yeah, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was drinking a beer on the couch and I was like, oh my goodness, I could still be there. You're listening to Nidaki. A podcast by The Marketing Jersey. Welcome to another episode of Nidaki. Daniele, this is episode six, our first episode of 2022. Uh, I'm doing well. 2022. How about you? I'm I'm doing good. Hopefully 2021 was kind of weird because of everything COVID. So hopefully 2022 is good. And maybe still ma- talking about that. <laughs> yeah, like it's COVID and still kind of goes around, but at the same time, it was better than 2020. So we're slowly trending into a better year, but who knows? Maybe you had the greatest year in 2021 and everything's subjective. But um it's February already. Now, some of you guys are thinking like, whoa, whoa, you know, we're talking about the new year. It's already February, but we kind of planned it into having this discussion this late already into the year when it's like happy new year, because everyone has happy new year episodes right off the new year. So this is, it's not like we were, we, we planned this guy. So, but um, I wanted to talk to you, Danelli, and everyone that's listening a little bit about new year's resolutions and where we're going with this is that the last episode we had was all about having uh being mentally fit and mentally healthy and it was a great episode for the you guys that many that message does and and give out those um great resources and having those experts on there but uh why not have somebody that is uh has lived their whole life being fit i think and is always on top of things when it comes to health. And it's you, Janelle. So uh, this, this episode is mostly going to be about you because I don't think I can give a lot of advice <laughs> in this as you've given me a lot of advice. Every so your honesty. Yeah, it's just, it's just be honest, let's just be honest. But uh, when you talk about New Year's resolutions, is it like, first of all, is this something that you do? So just to backtrack a little bit. So you said my whole life, just to clarify, this hasn't been my whole life. No, that's lies. That's but, a lie. but now it is, it is my lifestyle. And my take on New Year's resolutions, well, I think it's actually important that we're talking about this now, right? It's February, because by this time, most people that have made their New Year's resolutions have already gave up on them. It's the reality. I think mm-hmm. you're going to, I'm sure you'll share some stats with us about that in a bit. Um, you know me too. Right? <laughs> so by now, right, mid-February, most people just gave up. And one of the most common New Year's resolutions is, I'm going to go to the gym, right? I mean, I'm going to quote it, right? I'm doing air quotes. I'm going to go to the gym in 2022, right? I'm sure we all heard that a million times. Now, 
I personally don't believe in new year's resolutions. I think that if you're going to make a change in your life, just do it now. Why wait till Monday? Why wait till the new year? You can do it now. But I do understand that a lot of people use the new year as kind of like a little, a little push, right. To, to do something differently. And that's okay too. I respect that. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. Like I understand. I think it's because of the holidays and the people that are like, okay, you know what? I should probably be doing this, but it's the holidays. Like it's cold. It's uh, you know, you fiestas every week. There's a party, somebody <laughs> inviting you and you're like, okay, well, you know, I guess no beer for me, no alcohol, no, this, no, no fatty food. Somos Latinos. And uh, it's like, okay, well, Pero, that I get it. All year I, round. I'm telling you, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you the, the reasons I, the, the being normal of, of people in, this, in December. And I understand it's like, okay, the 25th goes, tantos tamales, you know, all the pozole, all the great foods. And you kind of go, all right, I'm going to work out. This is it. I, you know, I want to look good or I want to change this. Or it could be many different things, right? New Year's resolution doesn't have to necessarily be about healthy. or, But then you go, well, New Year's is coming. And, you know, I, okay, I'll do it after New Year's. And I think it's just the perfect time. So I get it. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So, you know, not everyone's new year's resolution is about physical health or going to the gym, but it's, I think it's one of the most common things that I personally hear. It's like, all right, new year's coming around. Um, I'm going to buy a gym membership. And then most people buy it and then Mm -hmm. never, they just never use it. Um, And I do understand what you're saying, right. About the holidays. And, you know, it's a big part of our culture. Like we love to, uh, we show our love with food. We sure love with food, right? You go to, I go home to my mom's and it's like, oh man, I know I'm going to eat what I eat in a day with her, what I normally don't eat in like a whole week. So yeah, I understand that part. So I understand why people do New Year's resolutions. So I respect that. In 2020, one of the most popular New Year's resolutions, this is, stat, you know, stats from a couple of years back is, you said it, eating healthy. 44% of people that uh, had a New Year's resolution, 44% of you eat healthy. And around that time, it's 59% of them. So there's healthiness, but then 59 was exercising more. So already is always, and it, it doesn't change, right? Um, you know, then there's, there's financial ones where you can go into saving money. There's habits and stuff like that. But almost everybody, and as you can see, especially in, in this part of the world, is gym memberships go up. It's their big time. I used to do some some marketing for a gym a while back. And it was like, that's it. We're going to get all these people's money because um, you would see huge trend of the first few weeks, three weeks, four weeks, everyone's at the gym. And then it just kind of drops off. And for those of you guys that are, you know, are at the gym all the time, this is a time when people kind of go, Oh my gosh, all the new people are in. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, that's change. me right there. Oh my gosh. What are these people doing here? What are these people <laughs> now? I'm going to say can't something. can't wait until February so that they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they finally got it. Valentine's Day is here. They're done. <laughs> they, they worked out for a month. And then you got, no, 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 no. At the same time, if anybody's out there that like goes to the gym religiously and is, in, is always there, just you were there once, right? There's sometimes yeah. just instead of laughing people and taking videos of people not using the machines, right? Just help them out. Like sometimes I get it. I get it. But, I, I love uh, that we can, that we can laugh about this, but like on a, more serious note, right? We want to talk about this because we want to see if we can help people actually stick to their new year's resolutions, right? So that's why this episode is so important. 
Yes, we're starting our New Year's resolutions in February. So if you weren't serious in January, it's okay. You can do it <laughs> right? now. You can do it now. And you know what? You can do it in March and you can continue doing it. And it's, a, it's an all-year resolution. So uh, we're going we're gonna to you know, trademark that here in the all-year resolution is that find a way to change and do it now. Um, I listen to, you know, um, if, you, if, if any of you follow Danelli on Instagram, she used to have these great Monday motivation, five minute Mondays. And it, one that stuck out to me is like, it doesn't have to be on Monday, right? It, it, it could be now, it can be on Sunday. And it's true. It's Saturday and you're like, all right, you know what? I should eat healthier. I'm going to start on Monday because that's just the day that you start anything. All right. Start of the week. We just I love know. to put things kind of through in the next few days. Yeah. Like that's, a, that's a very human thing to do. It is a human thing to do, but like you said, right? Why wait? Why wait if you can start now? Um, it's just one one decision at a time, one decision at a time. And in the last episode, we talked about mental health. We had some experts on. Mm-hmm. And now we want to talk a bit more about physical health, uh, but it's all related. It's all, it's all intertwined. It's all connected. Um, one depends on the other. Uh, and how I would define healthy, right? A lot of people say, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthier. So what does that really mean? Yes. Personally, I define it as being happy mentally, physically, and emotionally waking up every day and loving yourself for who you are and what you do. Right. So it's, um, I guess like a more profound take on what it means to be healthy. Like I said, right. Physical, mental, emotional, it's all related. Uh, do you feel like that's details matter? I, I, even if you are a pure, I feel like that's those three are really hard to do at the same time and to say that you're healthy. So they're very, they're very hard. Like all three of them. Like, right? all right, I'm good. Yeah. I feel great. But my mental health isn't, isn't there. Then I think it'd be hard to say that you're healthy because, yeah. because mental health is just as important as physical health. So mm-hmm. and emotional right? health. Yeah. So we all go through, through difficult moments and, you know, it doesn't mean that you're in a bad place, but if you're struggling consistently mentally with something, it's going to be very difficult for you to be physically happy with yourself. I think mm-hmm. it's the reality of it. And, and I, I think start- that's where it goes to where are you happy with yourself? Because I mean, when you look in the mirror, there's so many things that I could change, right. Or everyone's looking at that, but, um, and then there's things that as far as things that happen in your life that you have no control of. Right. And I think that emotional part is very, very, very important. You might be healthy. You, um, you know, emotionally health. I mean, you are, uh, mentally healthy, everything's good. And then something happens, bad breakup, a job loss, someone in your family. And then there's that emotional help that you need that help. So I think ultimately it comes down to getting help, right? If it's uh, mentally, right? When we talked about in the last episode, and if you haven't listened to it, definitely give a chance, listen to that episode. We brought in two great experts, um, part of the Latinx community, and they work every day and they gave us just, you know, some, so we had a discussion a little bit about you know, why is it in our community we don't talk about, you know, seeing a therapist? And uh, it's a really great episode if you haven't listened to it. But in this episode, um, I think we'll get to the emotional because I think that goes also with the with our episode five about seeking help, seeking therapy in our in our community. But I think this one would we wanted to really talk about how important is eating healthy, exercising. And uh, when we were planning for this, it was like, all right, who in the community you know, can we talk to about this? And I just had a, a, 
I'm pretty sure you can be a guest. Like you are an expert <laughs> at this. This is a professional athlete. You not only have people around you as your coaches, your dietitian, you have a whole club, a very important club in Mexico that I'm sure helps out. And then there's you who I've seen, who we've spent together some time together outside of football and, and uh, recording some stuff that we did last year. And, you know, I've seen how, you know, what your choices are in health and kind of hear on your journey on how you got to where you're at, because we always hear the, when did you start playing football? What time did you first start hearing it? Who gave you that? But just because you're a football player doesn't mean that you're healthy, right? I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm around football players, but you are like around football players that's around you. And you, could you say that's a true statement? Yeah, it's definitely a true statement. Um, I think uh, there are, you know, people that I work with every day that you could argue that are not healthy because they don't live a lifestyle of an elite athlete. Uh, they don't have, you know, the good habits, necessary habits, um, for them to really be at their best, uh, physically and mentally. How does, do you think that has, has to do with age? Because when I was 19, when I was 20, 21, I ate like crap. I was in sports. I was competitive, but man, I can eat a whole pizza. I'm good. I think it has, <laughs> It has almost everything to do with our culture. I'm going to pinpoint it. I think our culture has a lot to do with why a lot of athletes, uh, at least Latinx athletes, um, don't eat healthy, right? And again, healthy is, uh, when we're speaking about food, how do we define healthy? It, it's what works for you. I think there's not just one definition of what it means to eat healthy, um, right? You need to find what works for you. And at the end of the day, you have to tie it directly to your goals, right? So yeah. what are your goals? And as a professional athlete, my goal is to perform, to be at my best every weekend when it's game time, right? Mm -hmm. So I need to make sure that I'm eating the right things during the week so that I'm fueling my body so that I can be at my peak when it comes time to perform. I think it's important to know when you talk about our community, because if it's the conversations that are preparing for this show is asking is, you know, friends, families. What is it about, you know, why is it hard to be, to, to be a healthy person? Now I could sit there, maybe you can sit there and, and not, not to say we're at a point of privilege, but at the same time for your, you know, you are a professional athlete, you have to be healthy in that sense. And you, you said some people are not healthy. I don't want people to think that, well, time, for example, um, you know, money, right. You know, there's people that are in situations where it's, a lot cheaper to get a hamburger at 99 cents than get a good meal that is healthy meal. Um, so that's like a, like a very good point. Um, but I think that uh, that comes back to uh, just lack of education yeah. in our culture about, about what it even means to eat healthy, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, like you said, right, I, I wouldn't say that uh, time is an excuse or that it's a valid excuse or that, you know, financial reasons be an excuse for not eating healthy. Um, I think if you really, really, truly care about it and you do your research and you seek help, there's a lot of free yes. resources, right. For you to get the edu necessary education on what nutrition is and what, what you need for you to be healthy. I think there's always a way there's always yeah, a way. for sure. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm not saying that that's, oh, well, that's the excuse. Well, you know, my dad was working until 8 p.m. and then gets home tired and is has a great plate, you know, made, made for my mom. 
I mean, there is, it's, it comes back to education. And I think this is just an overall theme that always goes back to <laughs> we education. We always go back to that, right? We always go back to knowing more and the power of knowledge. We don't plan this, people. We don't plan to every, talk about every this, time. we always tie back to it. Yeah. But, you know, in a natural household, I would say in an immigrant household, you know, you the choices that you're making in order for us, it, it, it isn't the greatest, especially when it comes to food. And we know that. Sure, you know, uh, our parents are tired or, you know, we were out you know, working and then it's, it's really hard, but again, it comes down to the will of the people that are trying to do it and, and getting that. So I, I say as a factor, because there are, you know, it's just if a mother of four is out there and, and, you know, it's, it's especially in the United States and I could see even in Mexico, fast food is so available. Yeah. Right. And it's because of, of that um, marketing and it's because how easy it is where you can realize that you can go to those markets, especially in Mexico. I mean, walking to the streets in Mexico, there's all this fruit and all these vegetables, but yet, you know, I think, uh, talk about obesity, the obesity problem. And look, it's not, we're not the only culture that has this and we can see that, but, um, it's good to talk about it that, you know, you can make a change and whether you do is up to you, but, um, going back to you, Janelli, we see your post. I see your post, get inspired by your post about being healthy and you say you know to me as a professional athlete you've been a professional athlete your whole life like was there something that from the very beginning of your life you're like okay I'm gonna start to be this way or um is this something that changed something that you know happened or could you say you've been a healthy person your whole life right so have I been healthy my whole life no I have not been right this is a change that I made in my life when I was about 24 or 25 years old, right? I am, uh, I'll be 32 once this episode's out. Oh. So, so I'd say I'm going about seven, eight years strong in this, this lifestyle. Uh, what prompted this? I was in a very difficult moment, the most difficult of my life. And I think we talked about it a bit in uh, previous episodes. Uh, I was an alcoholic, really struggling with depression, major depression, anxiety, insomnia, paranoia, um, for, you know, because of a lot of personal reasons. And I had stopped playing soccer all around. I had just stopped doing everything that I love to do. And one day uh, I was actually watching uh, my national team, Mexican national team on TV, 2015 World Cup. And so, yeah, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was drinking a beer on the couch and I was like, oh my goodness, I could still be there. Like, what am I doing with my life? And put the beer down. Uh, next day, literally, it was like a complete, complete 360 in my life, 180. <laughs> and yeah, that's when I started educating myself. I started doing things differently. When you say you stop playing, you stop playing football. And for those that don't know, I, were you playing throughout your teens and then going to college and then you stopped and then you. Um, were you part of the national team then? Is this like, what, what stopped you from not being a professional? And then you're like, okay, I need to be there. So, so yes, I, I've been on the Mexican national team since I was 16 years old. And uh, then I went to, to college, was playing there. Uh, and then at about 21 was when I stopped, I stopped playing again, because, um, you know, I don't want to talk too much about my, my personal story. I want to be able to, you know, just share, help people with their new year's resolutions. Um, but it was because of, you know, my family's rejection for me being gay and yeah. it, it affected every single aspect of my life, of my well-being. And in that fast forward, 
your motivation to be back in, in football, it, it was kind of like that change when you're just sitting there, okay? <laughs> and you're looking at the TV, you're saying, I can be there. <laughs> like, I, not, not only that, just inspiring to be like, I can still do that. I can do that right now. And you can, when people, uh, and this is actually another, another episode we had about motivation and about goals. I mean, that's huge because you can just go, okay, I, I think I'm going to be there. And then you had that goal in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just an example of how like we're always one decision away. And, you know, I say this all the time. We are always one decision away from making our life better. And that goes for anyone and everyone, no matter where you are in your life, mm -hmm. no matter how low you may think you are, how much you are suffering, how stressed you are. doesn't matter if you are in an extreme financial debt, whatever it is, you're one decision away from making that situation better. I firmly believe that. When you made the decision, okay, right, I'm gonna put the beer down, um, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna start being healthier. I'm gonna get there, right? That was the goal, right? I'm gonna get there, and then this is your 25. You said around 25. there, 25. Yes. At what point did you know when you said, okay, I'm in this, like I'm I'm good now, like I'm I'm disciplined, I'm I'm now healthy, and kind of a timeline because you said that you weren't. How long did it take you to get there? When you're like, okay, I'm. I'm I would say within this past year, <laughs> right? Uh, being very realistic, it was very hard at first because I didn't have, I didn't know what I know, what I know now. I was too prideful to seek help. I, you know, was just doing things the wrong way because uh, I think more than anything, my pride got in the way and I thought, oh, I could do this myself. And then I realized, you know, a few years later and I, that I couldn't, that I needed help, right? I needed help with my mental health, with my emotional health, with my physical health. And like I said, there's so many free resources online. Um, and that's what I started doing. I started researching nutrition and exercise and physiology and how, you know, your brain and body are connected, how it all affects just everything that, that we do as people. And over the years, I've been just slowly educating myself. And if I don't know something, I, I ask for help. I'll, I'll ask an expert, right? I have a nutritionist in my club that, that helps me because I've accepted that I don't know it all and that I cannot do this myself. Mm -hmm. And that seeking help for whatever is okay. When, I mean, yeah, it goes back to education, right? Looking for that, for that person that can help you. What would you say would be the hardest part? I mean, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, how tips that you can give all of us, but as far as your journey of getting to that healthy place, what's, what would you say is the hardest part? One of the most difficult parts was uh, my culture, right? The, my family, because, you know, being in a household where um, every, every food is processed was one of the most difficult things for me. So I actually, I would get in fights with my mom because I was living with my mom for a bit uh, because she would you know, make me just things that I don't eat anymore. Right. You know, our cultures, a lot of, I want to say almost like 90% of the food is just processed and packaged and not saying that you can't be healthy eating those things. You can be right. But for me, right, I found what works for me. And uh, I remember my mom crying because she didn't understand why I wouldn't eat her food. She just didn't get it. And it was hard for her to respect what I needed for me to be okay. Mm -hmm. And we know we, we bumped heads a lot because of that. And now she respects me. She tells me, I really don't get it, Mika. 
but I respect you, which is what matters, right? So that that was one one very difficult thing. And two was uh, the social aspect, right? So I, for a while, I stopped going out. I, I lost a lot of friends or people that I thought were friends because they didn't respect what I needed to be okay, right? It was out. I would be out when they'd be like trying to force alcohol on me. And I realized that's not good for me. I cannot be in these environments. And mm -hmm. it was very difficult for me to pull myself, myself out of those environments, which I'm sure it's something that a lot of people struggle with. For sure. For sure. Um, on, a, on a personal note, not to say that I've done great things with that for my health, I would say I, there's a lot that I can learn from people like you, Janelle, and, and that motivation. And, and as a friend, I know that, you know, we, you've helped me uh, to do a few things or keeping me accountable, which is awesome. Um, I, you know, became a, a vegetarian around in 2015, 2016. So it's been now six, seven years. And um, I'm not the best at it. I have not eaten meat since then, though. And when I say I'm not the best at it is because I'm not necessarily the best at eating healthy, because it's really easy to eat crappy food even though you're a vegetarian. So for those of you that don't know, it's like, how are you Mexican? And you like all the food and all that stuff. Last six years, it's been, you know, I think the hardest part is it is that culture because when you go to a carne asada and your friends invite you and they're like, and I'm like, hey, I don't eat meat. It's like the, what? And maybe some of you are listening to me and like maybe slapping your head and going like, how weasel? Like, how is it that you are like that? And people are super, super surprised because at the same time, when you think of someone that's vegetarian and I'm not advocating for anyone to be a vegetarian, I'm whatever healthy lifestyle you choose, you know, you choose for yourself and you feel comfortable with go for it. I'm not this like, exactly. Yeah. Um, for the reasons that I did it might not work, might not be the reasons that you did it. And believe me, I loved food. I love meat. I love not, not saying meat, but chicken or like Buffalo wings or carne asada, you know, it, man, but it's really cool to see now the last time I was in Mexico, there's so many awesome vegetarian options in restaurants now. Yeah, it's growing for it's, sure. It's, you know, there are, there are vegan options and all this other stuff. So I get that cultural part. And at the same time, I'm I don't necessarily eat the healthiest because of that, because you can eat a cheese pizza and it's like fully, you know, you don't have yeah. to have the meat. It's just because I'm a vegetarian, I mean, I'm healthy. So I kind of agree with you in that because there are, there were friends or there were family members even to now. I get made fun of like my deals, you know, and we're at, uh, if for, for, for new year's or for whatever, it's like, I know, but vegetariano, vegano, ya que no come. And it's like, even then in our culture, we're, but we're making fun of people because of their choices. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. And the, the irony is that like the last two years, like I got two of my, that called me and like, Hey, you know, my doctor said I need to cut back on me. Like, what are some things that you do? <laughs> or now they're asking you for advice. Yeah, not not necessarily advice. And it's kind of funny because I'm I'm glad, you know, and they're kind of going back, hey, in Chipotle, what, what what is it that you get that you know, like even even then I'm like, look, you know, there's meat substitutes or or that you can do, or like so it's so it's kind of funny because um I in that culture aspect, it's definitely there. Like you you don't want to eat your mom's like, you're not going to eat my food. Get the this, you know, especially if somebody know I'm good. Like going to a friend's house or going to somebody's house and they made food and you're like, ah, I don't eat that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're the special kid that like, doesn't like our food or whatever. And it's, it sucks. It's difficult, but that goes to, you know, one of the, the tips that I think can help people is learning to say no, 
learning to say no can really change things for you, right? Like that perfect example you just you just gave us, right? You go to a friend's house and they make something that doesn't help you, that doesn't you know align with your goals. You need to learn to say no, and you need to learn to accept that some people are not going to be okay with it, and they're not going to understand you, and they're going to be like, "What? You're weird. Why?" But then it's okay. It, but but you're okay. you're like a professional soccer player. Like if I took you over and my mom's like cook, you said no. You're like, oh she's a soccer player like normal people <laughs> like me they're gonna be like why are you what no you, you, don't, what play I mean, for so you, you don't play for america we so like you can eat my food so it's a little hard for me to you know i, I get what you're saying I'm just making yeah. fun of me. but it's true i mean you have that knowledge um what are those so what, one of the things we're planning on this is you know what are five what are some tips that you can give us non-professional right that you can give us regarding being healthy Right. So when we, we were discussing, you know, this episode before we decided to record and, you know, you asked me, what are some tips? I was like, wow, I, I can probably talk hours about this, but you know, we all need to start simple, right? Start changing one habit at a time, right? That's how you create drastic changes, just changing one thing at a time. Now I'll go back to the example of, I want to go to the gym or I want to be healthier. Right. Like you said, I think you said the percentage was like above 50% or mm -hmm. around there. Right. The mm -hmm. amount of people that, that set that as their new year's resolution every year. And I think step one to achieving that is being more, more uh, profound with that goal. Right. So if you, for example, if I say, well, I want to be healthier, what does that really mean to you? Now I'll use uh, one of my brothers as an example. He has four kids. He's now 30 years old and he's had a, you know, he had a knee injury for a while. And, you know, for the longest time I was trying to push him to be healthier and push him to do the right things and push him to go to therapy and push him to seek help. And I thought, okay, I can't force him. And I asked him, I was like, bro, when you're 40 years old, when you're 50 years old, do you want to be able to play with your kids? Do you want to be able to run and kick a ball around with your kids? And that's when he realized, he was like, oh, yeah. And, and he realized that the way that he was going, he wasn't, in 10 years, he wasn't going to be able to run. He wasn't even going to be able to get out of his bed without pain in his knee. And he took the right steps, right? He got a gym membership, but he didn't just get it. He started going consistently. He started eating better. He started asking me, Jay, sis, you know what? Give me some recipes. What can I do for this? How can I cook this? Um, what do you think about this? So he started seeking help, something that he didn't want to do for the longest time. He started seeking help. Why? Because he made his goal more profound, right? Mm -hmm. So your purpose in, in, in this new year's resolution has to be something that, that really, really drives you that you're going to be willing to do no matter how you're feeling, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how hard a day may be, that purpose has to be so rooted in your heart that you're like, okay, I'm going to do this anyway. Yeah. I'm going to accomplish this goal. So that to me is number one. If you really want to achieve, uh, I think any goal in your life, right. You have to tie it directly to that purpose. And it's also, I've heard about making a goal that's, you know, attainable, like making exactly. sure that you're able to do that. When I go, I'm going to go to the gym four times four four hours every day. You're like, well, that's not going to happen because you work. Happen. Or I'm going to be 115 pounds. You literally cannot be 1515 pounds and be healthy, right? Yeah. So that's that goal. And and what I get that from is really be profound and be specific of what you want to do and make sure it's attainable. 
Exactly. So that goes actually, uh, Number two, what I have written down here is. By the way, I don't know these tips. We didn't go over them because we wanted. To, I wanted a blind this is reaction. So connected. I did, I, so if it feels like this is a good flow, that's that's uh, that's why. Uh, that's what Jenna so, is my friend. Number two, right? You need to make sure your goal is realistic. Has to be realistic, right? I cannot say something unrealistic would be. I want to lose fifty pounds in a month. Well. Maybe you can, but that is really unhealthy and that's going to be very detrimental to your health, right? So we want to be realistic with our goals and set small goals with a long-term goal in mind. So let's say in three months, I want to lose 20 pounds, which is much more realistic. Okay. Take it one week at a time, right? This week, what do I need to do so that I can eventually achieve that goal, right? This week I can go to the gym four times a week for 30 minutes, maybe start mm -hmm. small, right? Maybe it's just 20 minutes. Maybe it's just three times a week, right? But make it realistic and something that you can do right now. Now, if I tell myself right now, I'm going to go to the gym for four hours. I probably can do it because you know, I've already established that. <laughs> you tell me you have two a days, Genevieve, and everyone's <laughs> are two an hour. So you're at the gym literally four hours. But somebody that has never done that, that's not realistic. Yeah. So what's going to happen is you're going to fail. So set small goals that are attainable today that are within reach today and tomorrow and within a week. And eventually, like Justin Sua says, little by little, a little becomes a lot. So that was number two. We're so connected, we so it's, it's 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 how it is. I that's that specifically, and you know what I've heard, for example, is you haven't been to the gym saying I'm gonna go to the gym every single day, you know, just start out with you're going to go to the gym, go today right? See how you feel tomorrow. Exactly. Put another, if you want to go on Wednesday, if you want to go on Thursday, go twice a week, start, go three. And then for three weeks, then do three times a week. And, and at the same time, from what I've seen is that there's that overkill where like, I'm tired after four days going straight to the gym. I, you haven't been to the gym for six months and you expect to go to the gym every single day, right? If it's yep. just gym, it's actually the same with food too, where I'm going to cut a diet. I'm going to start a diet and I'm going to stop, you know, I'm going to eat healthy for, you know, every single day. Um, and then your cravings and it's like, start making those small changes first before you can do something large yeah. with people that want to not eat meat. The advice that I give them, it's don't start cold Turkey and stop eating meat or stop, you know, being a vegetarian, take a day, do Mondays and then do a Friday, do a Sunday. If it's alcohol, sure. A lot of people cut, I'm not saying that that's not the way to go, but be realistic about it. And that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Definitely. Number three, I would say uh, discipline over feelings, right? And you and I have mm. talked about discipline before, and it's a very, oh, it's, it's very difficult, right? So what does discipline mean? Discipline is focusing on what you want most over what you want now. I'm going to repeat it because it's so important, right? So I'm like, ask yourself. I'm like doing circles in my mind. <laughs> doing what I want to do. What do you want most as opposed to what you want now, right? A lot of us seek instant gratification because we just want to be happy in the moment and we want to satisfy our cravings and our feelings in the moment, right? But in the long term, that's not going to get us the goals that we want to achieve. So for example, uh, say today, I'll use myself an as an example. Today, I woke up. I didn't sleep well. Uh, it was very hard for me to eat breakfast. I had a double day today. I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't even feel like talking to my teammates, right? We all go through those days, but I said, no, right? 
I need to practice what I preach every day, right? Discipline rules, not how I feel. My feelings aren't going to get me to achieve the, the great things that I want to achieve. Discipline, however, will. So what did I do, right? I went to training. I was a good teammate. I gave 100%. I worked. I did my best to be in the moment. I did a double day. I stayed for rehab, which I didn't want to do, right? Because I just wanted to be home. I did what I had to do despite how I felt. Now, where most people fail is right there because, oh, I don't feel like this today, or I'm lacking motivation today, or it's because, you know what, this other thing came up. No, right? Discipline. What do, what do I want most over what I want now? That's where the difference between people that accomplish great things and people that don't. That's hard. It's very hard. Now you're looking at me. For everybody that's listening, we still just looking at me like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's, and look, I'm going to, it's like, it's, it's realistic, right? Like it's, it's tough to not do something you feel. Am I saying very that correctly? Good. Right. And look, we all have been there. I don't feel like going to the gym. Right. And I think the routine that you keep going yourself is the more that you do, you know, things about, you know, the more that you follow the discipline that you've written down the goal that you have, the easier, does it get easier than Ellie where, yeah, you're not going to be motivated to go to the gym, but once you start that routine, it's going to be second nature and be like, yeah, I got to do it today. Cause my body needs it because I feel yeah. like we've been there. Like I, on those of you that are listening, there's days where I know I, my motivation kind of just goes to crap when I miss a day because I don't feel like doing it. It's so, it's so much harder. Like the next day, like, it's not like, Oh, tomorrow I'll feel the same. Like you still feel unmotivated. If, yeah. And it's that very first. Um, my dad used to say that when uh, to wake up, cause he, him and I really are the same. I wake up without like, well, normally without alarms, I'm just always kind of awake. Like if I have to do seven o'clock in the morning, I wake up and I have no problem waking up. I've always been like a morning person. I have a lot of energy in the morning and I can't wait. Um, and he always said that the first like 10 seconds of waking up is the worst. And then after that, you're fine. You know, it's kind of like, you know, so then people put an alarm and then another alarm, like just get, get through it and then you're going to be good. And he kind of takes that to like everything in motivation. He just like the very first step is usually the hardest. You hear that all the time, but you know, you're doing that. So yeah, discipline is the hardest. Yeah, no, and discipline is the hardest. That is, that is the, that point number three is probably the toughest. All right. Continuing. Uh, point number four, again, it's, it's so hard to leave this, to break this down to only five, but I, I did my best. Point number four would be whole foods. Focus on eating whole foods, right? Not so at whole foods, the chain. <laughs> not, no, we're not, we're not promoting here. They didn't pay <laughs> we're not necessarily promoting whole foods, but foods that are whole. What does that mean? So what, is, what does it mean to eat whole foods? So anything that isn't processed or packaged, some, it's food that is in its natural state or as close to its natural state as possible. So, so let, let me break that it, even down more. What is processed to you? <laughs> so, so it says here, processed meat, oh, that's meat, is considered to be any which has been modified in order to either improve the taste or extend shelf life. There you go. So whole foods are things that are not modified, that okay. are not processed. So if I give you some examples, it would be um, fruits and vegetables and 
proteins, animal proteins. Um, that's about it, right? Nuts, um, uh, whole grain oats, grains, yeah, brown rice, fresh frozen, even canned vegetables and fruit. Wait, canned? Those processed too? There, no? there are to. there are some canned foods that don't have preservatives, actually. Yeah. So try to. How do you? All right. So how do you do that? Right. It's, it's very difficult. You, very the whole difficult. point of going to the supermarket and getting healthy food, that food and shelf life has been put to stuffs in order for you to. Yeah. So when it's you walk expensive into, too. when you walk into your grocery store, right. Ideally you only go to the produce section, meat section. If you, if you eat meat, if you don't, you don't even need to step in there. Um, and keep, you know, about 80% of your intake from those sections. Right, which is difficult again, like we mentioned at the beginning, you need to find what works for you, right? Personally, 80 20 works for me, so 80% of what I take is whole foods, 20% I leave for the balance in my life, the chocolate that I love to eat. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, there are limitations to this balance. Rule. balance. Yes. You have to have your chocolate, you have to have balance, right? <laughs> if not, you are going to. Living in the extreme is can also be very dangerous. For, you are human. For your health. It is chocolate that's there. <laughs> so how do you do that, right? So people ask me, how do you eat whole foods? I, I like your example of, you know, the advice you gave about, right? If you're going to be vegan, right? Take one day out of the week to, to start. And I think that's actually a good way to do it, right? One day or two days out of the week where you start implementing these habits. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, once you can do one or two days, then do a third day. Once you do three days, then do a fourth day and go from yeah. there, right? Little by little, a little bit comes a lot because if you try to go just cold turkey from eating pizza and hamburgers and chips every day to eating uh, a grilled chicken and broccoli, it's you're going to really suffer and it's going yeah. to be very difficult. But if you do it little by little, uh, it's a lot more realistic. And again, we, we go back to our second point. You want to make sure that your goals and things that you are doing are very realistic. That makes a lot of sense because it's also with, you know, with our, I know, and I'm only talking about myself, but the craving aspect of things, right? Like, it's like, I'm not going to do this soda, for example, for me is very, very hard. I love the way Coca-Cola tastes. Like I just, I've always loved it. And once I'm like, I'm done not doing it this week, the craving when I, if I have it at the house, it's like, it's right there. And then, you know, but once you're done, you know, little by little, you're like, okay, I don't necessarily craving because cravings are there. All right, Whole Foods, not necessarily the grocery store, but just eating non-processed foods. We should, we should get them to sponsor us. <laughs> we should. All right, numero cinco, the last of the important tips and points of Danelli's healthy living. Number five is eliminate the temptations in your life, right? So what does that mean? Avoid having bad food in your kitchen. Yeah, Avoid having, tough. right, if it's we've all heard willpower right but i have willpower if i have the bag of chips or i'm not going to eat it because no. i have willpower well willpower is very limited it's very very limited right you're eventually going to break and you're going to eat that whole bag of chips it's a lot easier to resist temptation if it doesn't even exist so avoid having those things that aren't going to make you better avoid having those high calorie foods that don't provide any nutritional value it's again, easier said than done, but it's so, so important. So personally, when I decided to um, stop drinking alcohol, uh, it was, I said, I need to avoid the temptation. I can't be around it. It's as simple as that. 
I cannot be around it. And if that means losing friends, well, then so be it. Because somebody that is really your friend is going to respect what you need and isn't going to try to force something that's bad for you. Now, if somebody is doing that, then maybe, you know, you need to reconsider who's in your inner circle, right? Are the people around you helping you? Are they helping you achieve your goals? Or are they holding you back from them? So again, eliminate temptation. So when you go to the grocery store, avoid going into aisles that just don't provide anything good for you. Lisa's looking at me right now like, ah, oh, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a short trip to the grocery store when uh, you're not getting your uh, tapatio doritos. It should be a very short trip, actually. <laughs> it's not it go through be. all the all the store. Oh, I want this. I want this. I want. This. I, I mean, I, I I'm I I'm that it. way. There's people that say, oh, I can have that, but um. It wasn't until I think, you know, like my mom visits or she stays, it's uh, it's like she always brings like breads and cookies and or my dad comes over and it was with me over the, and, and stayed with me over the winter break. Fue la panaderia like every day and would have like, you know, conchas and whatever. Every single day would be like, hey, I'm, I'm stopping by from and I'm like, dad, no, like stop and they would be there and i'll be like hey how's it going grab a concha eat it it, and it feels good and you're having conversation now i'll tell you that yeah like we have friends over we have a pizza party i'm like guys take your pizza like because i'm (laughs) good that monday is and it's true so if anybody tells me you like i have willpower when i already don't want that so that's where I kind of like, I know that I'm not going to drink soda because I'm not craving it. So I can have soda in the house because I'm not drinking anymore. The minute I pop one and I'm like, mm, this was good. I'm going to have another one if it's there. Yep. So that's true. And that can be pretty much said to everything. Like, you know, to on that. All right. All right. All right. Um, those are the five tips. Right. In review, I didn't. I'll, I'll, I'll break them down for you. All right. So number one is purpose, right? Your goal, your new year's resolution has to be something more profound. Got it. Has to be something that's really going to drive you to do what you need to do, no matter what is going on in your life. Number two, realistic. Your goal has to be realistic and attainable. Start a little bit at a time. Eventually you're going to be able to accomplish your long-term goals. Number three, your favorite. We saw discipline. Uh Discipline over feelings, discipline rules, right? What do I want most over what I want now? Number four, whole foods, right? Focus on eating things that are not processed. And if you don't understand what that means, because I understand it is difficult, right? Seek help, ask an expert, look for a nutritionist. There's a lot of free resources online. And lastly, eliminate temptation, right? Avoid having things that aren't going to make you better in your environment that means when you go to the grocery store avoid buying things that you want to eat just because they feel good or just because they taste good in the moment no eliminate temptation when you ask somebody hey you know how you know what's your number one tip of being healthy the first thing they tell you is go to the gym which is which ultimately you do need to exercise you need you know all that but i'm i'm kind of surprised that in your five yes it's it's not on there right um because you can continue to do you can you can go to the gym every single day and still not necessarily be healthy exactly in fact i have friends who go to the gym every other day and continue to eat continue to do the things and it's like 
man, if I only, if, if I just had the time to go to the gym as much as you do, like I, you know, yeah. on a personal note, I kind of just stop eating, which is not healthy. When I'm like, all right, hold on a second. I play, I play in a very bad rec league in indoor soccer. And I know I'm not playing well when I've had like crappy weeks of eating. So then I just stop eating altogether. And I'm, and my mom is like, Hey, are you, are you eating healthy? <laughs> you just dropped like 15 pounds. Like that's yeah. not right. So I get yeah, that's also something important, right? If your new year's resolution is to lose weight, not eating is not the solution. That's going to be very, very bad for your health. And I didn't even realize that I didn't put, go to the gym and in, in my top five, but I think it shows that, um, there's a bigger, a more important foundation for your health. Yeah. It's not just about, about, oh yeah, I go to the gym because like you said, right. You know, a lot of people that go to the gym, but they're really unhealthy, right? They don't well, sleep right. They don't eat right. One of, I was, I was, I was on TikTok because I love TikTok. And one of them, it was like this guy with like a perfect body, perfect six pack. And he showed a picture of it. And he's like, when I look my best with this perfect six pack and my toned abs and everything, I was miserable. I was miserable because, you know, this isn't we're not necessarily supposed to look like this and be healthy sure it looks great but there are bodybuilders or there are people that are you know have every and they're just not happy because one they're there for five hours working on that they've shunned their family they've shunned everybody because that's the goal i'm not saying it doesn't work some people i'm not saying you're not healthy but he was saying it made me realize something that it's you know when you put your goal that i want to look this way doesn't necessarily equate to being a healthy person because then emotionally you cannot you know you don't necessarily have time for people or and i guess i guess the moral of all this is what is healthy for you and you only and what works for you yeah because a professional athlete sure this is what works for you me who sits down and is working thinking of ideas all the time and i'm like all right i don't get paid to go to you know to go work out but at the same time i have the time and everybody's different so yeah yeah so like you said right what works for you that's like the most important thing what works for you like what do you need like that has to be super duper um just to you for you right what do i need so that every morning when i wake up I feel great every morning when I wake up and there's going to be a lot of days where you don't feel you like don't. that. Okay. Right. But right. Most of the time, you know, what do I need? So that most of the time I'm feeling great about myself. I love myself. I'm speaking positively, positively to myself. And if I was to add a six tip, it would be that exercise. I've kind of, I kind of think I kind of just took it for granted. Right. Since we were talking about. Yeah. Um, no, but but in that exercise, I, I pointed that out because that goal number one is the goal. Like yeah. it's, 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 it's said, but it wasn't like number one, you have to go to the gym because that's not necessarily the answer. No, it's not. There are a lot of people that, you know, like you said, they don't have time to go to the gym or exercise or whatever. And I, we, we keep using the gym as an example, but there's so many different forms of exercise, right? Yeah. Find what, yeah. what works for Especially you. now. Yeah. yeah. If you can just get out and walk 20 minutes, that's great. If that's your exercise for the day, that's yeah really really good do that right but my point i think with these five tips is that you know it's they're all interrelated and it's a combination of things if you really want to achieve your new year's resolution you really need to consider you know the foundation of your decisions the the foundation of your purpose you know why am i doing what i'm doing what do i want to achieve and you know it's not just about 
oh yeah, I'm going to go to the gym and say, oh yeah, I, I went to the gym because a lot of people go to the gym and nothing happens. Yeah. So really get laid down these foundations. Well, and you came back where there's a lot of like labor intensive jobs, right? Uh, and I can think my uncle works like six o'clock in the morning, roofing up and down and it's, they're not necessarily healthy. So can't, they're literally working out seven hours out of the day, but are not the healthiest because they come home and it's, it comes back to, you know, if it's mental health, if it's, if it's not eating correctly, because I'm like, I can't take eight at hours and, you know, on the roof, you know, here in Arizona. So, um, well, thank you. No, I think, uh, you know, especially with these types of episodes where we, uh, and, and, and kind of shouting out to, to everybody that's listening, continue to, to, to listen to the podcast. Um, you know, we're going to have guests, right. Our whole point of, of this podcast is to give a little insight in our community uh, with some cool experts that are doing some awesome things, or that can give us some great ad- advice within our community. Um, and uh, this was one that I thought we circled down and be like, okay, let's, and we talked a little bit about, you know, how important it is to be healthy. Um, but if, uh, if you're listening and, you know, you have somebody that's out there that's doing something awesome in for our community, whether if it's in a position of, uh, in a company that, you know, is doing some great things or if it's another athlete or if it's anybody in the entertainment is and uh you would like us to to have them on you know let us know we're looking yeah, for share those with people. Us. we're looking for those people that are kicking ass in the latinx community we had um already some really cool guests right but um but yeah this is this is what the podcast is all about yep. and uh yeah janelli i'm glad that you're able to give us those tips <laughs> and again right just this episode is we want our latinx people to to thrive. We want people to be successful. We want our people to achieve and accomplish their goals, whatever, whatever they may be. So, you know, we hope that this little bit of insight can, can help you, uh, you know, get one step closer to achieving those goals. All right. That was episode six. We still don't know what to name it. So uh, hopefully come up with something clever. It can be like Janelli's top five or yeah, how important uh, being healthy. So we'll figure out the name for it, but thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll see you on uh, our next episode of Niriaki. Yeah, see you soon.